This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. That story here in a bit. And Arnold Schwarzenegger for president. How about that? We'll come, we'll come back around to that. But first, what do you say we start the C News off with Ryan Reynolds? You want to start morning. with Ryan Reynolds? How about if we throw Jenna Loop and okay. start with I Ryan I can handle Reynolds. it. I'm flexible. All right. So Ryan Reynolds already does so very much for us. What a good guy he is, right? So he's got a new show coming out, and it's called Bedtime Stories with Ryan. And it is exactly what it sounds like. Ryan Reynolds reading, quote, classic bedtime stories. So the show's going to be on the streaming service, Fubo, Fubo. Do you guys know that? I've not heard of that oh, one. F-U-B-O. Like F-U- yeah, I have it as a, um, like an icon on my television at the bottom. Like, you know how sometimes it'll be like suggested apps or something like mm-hmm. that? Yeah, it's, it's an app on your TV, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's on Ryan's new Maximum Effort channel, and it's going to premiere on Tuesday. Ryan says, we're so happy to create a program with the express goal of putting people to sleep. This show is actually really funny. I know it. I love him. <laughs> this show has actually been a dream of mine for a while. Story time is a nighttime staple in our home and is a daily reminder of the power of storytelling. Huh. So how fun is that? What was that app? Was that the the calm? Oh, there's app? there's multiple, but the calm is one. Yeah, the yeah. calm app, which is like it gets celebrities and they read stuff to you or they talk to you in very calming voices. <laughs> I like that. Hmm. Okay, well, as I mentioned, Al Pacino is officially a dad again at 83. 83. Yeah, Nor al gave birth to their baby boy, and his name is Roman. Now, do we have confirmation on this pair's relationship? Because last we heard, it was like a hookup. She's a friend of his daughter's. Then they used to date way back when, but they broke up. And then she claimed she couldn't have children. And and they, you know, just like got together and boom, she's pregnant. And he was upset about it. I mean, that was the last that we had heard. And then I saw a headline yesterday that said, Al Pacino and his girlfriend welcome a baby. (laughs) <laughs> and wasn't he like all like getting a DNA test? He demanded sure that it was his. Yes. I mean, so she was in the midst pregnant. of that, how does it work when your baby is born and the birth certificate has to be filled out? Because, you know, you're on, the daddy on your long form birth certificate. It's got usually got both parents on there. Right. Uh-huh. So anyway, this apparently inspired Chelsea Handler to. Way in, calling out Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, 
Alec Baldwin, Elon Musk. There's a new epidemic sweeping the country, and no, it's not another virus. It's worse. Horny old men who won't stop spreading their seeds. They cannot stop procreating. Between the four of those guys, they have 32 children. Robert De Niro just had his seventh child at the tender age of 79. So how do we protect the women of the world from horny old men? I'm offering to put myself up for auction for any available octogenarians. You can find me on eBay or DoorDash. Actually, maybe all these old men should put themselves up for auction. After all, they are antiques. Horny old men. It's never worth the money. (laughs) Well, with that in mind... Pacino gave this response to her rant about him. Look at that. A junkie. Sleeps all day with them black shades on. Wakes up with a quailu. I can't even have a kid with her, man. Her womb is so polluted. I can't even have a baby with her. <laughs> little scar face there. There you go. Uh, Elon Musk is the youngest of the bunch at 51. Baldwin is 65, and you heard her say De Niro is 79. Nick Cannon escaped Chelsea's wrath. Maybe because he's only 42? Chelsea is 48, by the way. Mm. Oh, Nick I thought Cannon she was older than plays that. such a major role right now in Selling Sunset season, whatever we're on. Yeah. Oh, is he a client? No, because one of his baby mamas is Bree, and Uh-oh. she's an agent. And she's on the show. And, and he so, spends a lot of time with that one, doesn't he? I don't know. They don't really put him on there and they don't really talk about it. But they do have like an ongoing kind of like feud between her and like and one of the other girls talking because the one girl does not approve of the relationships that Nick Cannon has with these women and these children. And so it kind of like everybody talks smack about each other. But something I found out watching the show is, is once you get to 10 kids, you don't technically have to pay child support anymore because sometimes too many. courts don't think you can afford it. And so now everybody in that office is like, is he trying to get to 10 kids so he don't got to pay for them all? Oh, boy. So there's a lot of feuding going on. Yeah. Huh. Okay. But interesting. Right? All right. We got to take a quick break here. But when we come back, Arnold Schwarzenegger wants to run for president and he thinks he could win. Full story coming up next. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I don't know what kind of swing set you guys had growing up, but uh, my swing set sucked. Right, because my dad put it together for us, and every time we swung on it, one pole would come right out of the grass. Because your dad do such a crap job cementing it in. You'd actually swing on it, then see the swing set above you. Bees and wasps would always come out of that top tube. When I'm getting gas, his dad pulls up, and you can tell the guy's on vacation, because he's got all these big dad veins popping out of his face. 
He's in this SUV. His kids stay in the far back. One kid is playing a video game. The other kid is flipping through satellite TV. And the whole time I'm thinking, holy crap, people. Can you imagine what it would be like traveling with your own family in that situation? Could you imagine being so far back from your dad that he couldn't smack you at any given time? I hope kids are just taunting their dads from back there. Hey, dad, we just spilled something. (laughs) Car companies should make a hand that goes on the seat in front of the kid that just goes like that. <laughs> Dad could have a little buddy hits. Pa, 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 pa. What? You know, someone pointed out we were talking about how Chelsea Handler was calling out Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Alec Baldwin, Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. all these old guys who are having kids. And uh, she would know a little something about older guys. Because the president of NBC, if you recall, is the one who got her the e-gig. He was 20 years old, older than her when oh, they yeah. lived together. That's right. So she would have a little inside intel She knows. On that. She gets it. Yeah. Huh. Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he can't run for president because he's not a natural-born citizen. But he does wish that he could. He could be a Did congressman. He-, he could be a senator. He's been a governor. Did he do a pretty good job with California when he was the governor? I mean, he served two terms, didn't he? Yeah, he was popular enough to get reelected. Yeah. You know, the jury, I, I guess it depends on who you talk to. Yeah, and he was a Republican, that which that, and that doesn't happen very often he in California. He ran as a Republican, yeah, but he was sort of considered a, a very moderate, okay. almost liberal-leaning okay. Republican. And uh, he, 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 this is what he says. He says, I think the field was wide open in 2016, and I think the field is wide open right now. I mean, think about it. I mean, who is there? There's really not a person that can bring everyone together who is here today that people say, okay, he's not too old or he's not too this or too that, or is it because now it's a question about who do you vote against more than who do you vote for? Right. He says, it's a no-brainer. I see so clearly how I could win that election. Yeah, he... <laughs> He probably could. He probably could. You got a point. He may not be wrong. No, I think it's time. I think it's time for the Rock. Where is the Rock? Yeah, get the, That's, get that the was rock the last list. Yeah, that was the last list in. I remember seeing of celebrities that we would vote for for president. He was at the top of the list. I mean, he was beating out Oprah. Yeah, yeah. he's busy um, doing his Maui role for the live action Moana movie coming out. He's excited about that. It comes out June twenty seventh, twenty twenty five. So yeah. he's got a he's got a couple of years of really busy work ahead of him. Yeah. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell was offered the role of Mary Sanderson in Hocus Pocus. Oh, she was Hocus Pocus. Yeah, but she turned it down. That's the one that um, uh, Najimi, Kathy Najimi. Yeah. Yeah, she said, I didn't want to play the fat, mean witch who eats and kills kids. <gasps> she did such a good job at it, though. She said, I couldn't do a part where I would be mean to kids, and the joke was about the character's size. I, I just felt like I had to say no for that. Yeah. So Kathy Najimi ended up with the part, and Rosie says, I, I think Kathy's fantastic in it. You know, she does yeah. that face. I don't oh, even yeah. know how she does it. Oh, yeah. it's awesome because she does. Do you know the face they're talking about where – it's her like her side. lips are on one side of her face or something. Mm-hmm. She does such a great job. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And I think that in the second film, didn't the smirk end up on the other, other side of side. her face because she could no longer. Yeah. She, she couldn't, couldn't hold. The other side. <laughs> she couldn't do one side. She's the one that says, I smell children. That's like a really popular line from the movie. Yeah. A lot of people have it on their shirts. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, there's so much hype around, what is this, the third Hocus Pocus that's coming out? But I've heard so many bad reviews of the second one. The second one was horrible. Yeah. I did not like it at all. I'm a little surprised this got made and they're making such a huge deal of it. Yeah, but but it's because it's on Disney Plus. And I think a lot of people loved the first one so much that they... They're hoping the third one will be. Well, that they, I feel like the first one they love so much that the second one got so much hype. So they had so many viewers watching the second one that they feel like, oh, well, we have to do a third. Mm hmm. Hmm. People got a short memory. Hopefully it'll be a little bit of redemption, in Uh my opinion, because I thought the second one sucked. Well, we'll see what you think after you've paid your money. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, this is a fun story for Spider-Man fans because Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire, the three Spider-Men, have a group chat, and it's called the Spider-Boys. Tom says they catch up every now and then, and working with them on Spider-Man No Way Home was a wonderful experience. He says, myself, Andrew, Tobey, we have this amazing bond as three people who have been through something that is so unique that we really are like brothers. He says the last time he spoke to them, he was doing a charity event in London for his foundation, the Brothers Trust, and asked if they'd signed a poster to auction off. Of course, they said yes, but there, you know, what's really funny, too, about every single Spider-Man ended up dating his co-star, dating his leading lady. Oh, that's right. All of the Spider-Men have done that. Yeah, like Toby dated the, what's her name? Uh, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. And now Tom Holland and Zendaya. Right. And Andrew Garfield dated... um, Oh, God, her name. She's so stinking cute. She's been in a couple of movies with Ryan Reynolds. Emma Stone? Yes. I love her. I think she is adorable. I love the two of them together, but I think she married. She's married. She is. She has a kid. Yeah. (laughs) She's moved on. I mean, wouldn't that be funny if, like, all of the Batman got together? You got Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, and Robert Pattinson. That's a lot of Batman. That's a lot of Batman, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Would it be Batman or Batmans? Uh, both, I guess. Yeah. They might both be right. I don't know. I'd probably go with Batman. <laughs> yeah, Batman. That was my... <laughs> I kind of like you saying Batman, though. <laughs> I know all the Batmans get together. Yeah, that sounds right. You wouldn't say all the Batmen get together, would you? <laughs> the gang of Batman. Batman. <laughs> the Batman. The Batman. Yeah. just don't know. Okay. Sometimes we had a conversation similar to this about a week ago. And it may have sparked this article on mental floss, how sometimes spinoff shows are considered better than the original shows. And one of the ones that we brought up as an example was Better Call Saul, which was a spinoff of Breaking Bad. A lot of people would argue that that is better. Uh, There were 10 other examples that were listed on this article. The The Simpsons, which is... One of the, if not the most successful, one of the longest running on, television shows of all time. In, of all time, it is. Yeah, it is like the longest animated, longest running animated show of all time. Yeah, and that was a spinoff from the Tracy Ullman show. Oh wow! I, don't I didn't realize that. that. Most people don't. Yeah, I don't even know that other one. I just remember. But that shows you how long the show has been on television. Yeah. I just remember growing up with The Simpsons, and it was such a big thing. Like. They even had that Bartman song. Do you oh, yeah, it was a hit. We you played it. You do the Bart if you dance like you Michael do Jackson. do the Bartman. Tracy yeah. Ullman, whatever happened to her? I don't uh, even know who she is. She's a comedian. Yeah, she comedic did. It was actress. kind of, um, it was a skit show. What do they call those? Yeah. Yeah. A skit Tracy. show. A skit show. It's a skit show. <laughs> a comedy skit show. Yeah. Okay. And she had like. She's a, English. She had one hit. 
in the 1980s. A song, what was that? Oh, they yeah, don't know it says about here, us. she was a singer-songwriter. Right. Anyway, that's how long the show has been on. They don't even remember that the, the Simpsons was a spinoff. Variety show. And there you go. A lot of people don't know who Tracy Ullman is, but that's who she is. Uh, a lot of people have argued that Star Trek The Next Generation... Uh, which was spun off of Star Trek, is actually better than the original. Now, there are some Trekkie purists who refuse to buy that, saying that the original was just too iconic. But I would argue that Next Generation was much better. The writing was much better. And it sucked me in. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also argue that Boston Legal, I don't, know if, I don't know if you remember that show, it was James Spader and William Shatner. Big yeah. hit, yes. Mad Cow. Huge <laughs> hit. Yeah, that spun off from The Practice, uh, The oh, Colbert yeah. Report. That was another wickedly successful show. That was a spinoff from The Daily Show. Isn't it funny when you talk about these shows and I forgot that I watched them until you say their name? Like, I loved The Practice. That was, what's his name? Um, Denny Crane. Yeah. Well, that was, I mean, the practice had, what was his name? The lead guy. The old guy? No. Uh, McDermott. William D- Shannon. McDermott. Dylan McDermott. Dylan McDermott. Oh. Yeah. That was a good show. Yeah. He was really hot there for a while, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And then Happy Days. You mentioned, Jen, last week, Happy Days, which was spun off Love American Style. Remember, you thought it was American Graffiti. But it and wasn't. Then yeah. It was Love American Style because that was a TV show versus American Graffiti, which yep. was. Yep. Uh, I had it mixed up. Yeah. But uh, someone else brought up Frasier. Yes. I had asked, you know, would would Frasier be considered better? I don't know that it ran as long as Cheers. But uh, a lot of people argued that it was better, that it was funnier. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Oh, my. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Oh, they're so different, though. How do you choose just one? Yeah, I know it. Anyway, that is your latest E-News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we wrap up Second Date Update Update Week. And it's a, it's, it's a good one. <laughs> so we'll do that. We'll kick it off next. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, so uh, some of these, you know, it varies how far we go back. Sometimes, you know, we go back as much as a year. Other times, uh, not as far back. This was one that uh, we thought, it's it's funny how sometimes you think this business is finished, but it is not. It is unfinished business. Let's go back to March. Okay, Madison is looking for a second date update with Claire, and we're going to try to help her out. Hi, Madison. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Doing great. So how'd you meet Claire? Let's start there. Sure. Um, we I met her at a party, actually, and um, I thought we hit it off right away. We talked the entire time, and we were both like, you know, wow, this is interesting. But I've just had such a tough time dating the last six months. 
And I feel like I finally met someone that I really like. And we had such an amazing time together. And she's not returning any of my calls. And I just feel lost. Lost and confused. Like, what the heck is going on here? Yeah. Now, did you ever have an official date with her? Or is this just from the one encounter you had with her at the party? Yeah. So basically, I would have spent the whole night with her. But I had to go to a bachelorette party and then... We did make plans to go out later that week. So we went on one date, one real date, and um, it was fun. We went to a smash room at Full Throttle, and we just smashed some stuff. It was awesome. Now I've heard about those. Those those are like rooms to get the stress out, right? Kind of like office space with the metal pipe, and you're just smashing the fax machine or whatever. God, that sounds like fun. It was fun. And, like, we both talked about, you know, how frustrated we get in the world and, like, just let it all out. Like, we were yelling and screaming and just had such <laughs> a good time. Okay. Yelling and screaming and cussing. Yeah. And uh, after that, we went for some drinks. We both got a little, you know, drunk and uh, ended up back at my place. She did stay the night and everything was really good. Seemed really good. And when she left the next morning, I kissed her goodbye. I told her I'd call her later, like everything was normal. And she was like, great. And so I've called and I've texted and I haven't heard anything back. So Hmm. I'm really confused and I'm really hoping you can get a hold of her to help me make sense of this because it just doesn't. Okay. So would you say that there are, and maybe you haven't picked up on this yet, but despite the chemistry and everything you two seem to have in common and your mutual attraction for each other, are there are there any major fundamental differences that you can think of off the top of your head that might potentially be construed as a problem later? I mean, not that I can remember. So no, nothing, no nothing major. Nothing that would warrant uh, her not calling me back. Like it was. You know, it was one day we had a blast together. Like, I, I I, don't know. Nothing slipped out when you were smashing stuff? Yeah. That might have been a I little. I mean, if it did, I don't remember. I, I don't. Sure. I don't think so. Yeah. I had a relationship a million years ago that barely got off the ground because, it, as it turned out, I wasn't Jewish. I didn't know at the time that was the issue. All I knew was that I had just been ghosted. And it was very troubling to me because this sudden silence just sort of flew in the face of all of my previous experiences with her. And it wasn't until I pestered her enough to say, what is going on? And what And then mess it with your mind because you're like, what's wrong with me? Because if you have no idea what you did, Yeah. Yeah, you question yourself on every level. Right. And it was all because she needed to be with a man of Jewish faith. You know, that one that one seems so simple to say. I, you know, I really like you, but this is gonna be an issue. And what argument do you have for that other than maybe maybe she was afraid that you'd say you were willing to to convert? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) But there was that, and she was getting pressure from her parents, I think, on that front because mm-hmm. they were pretty devout. So anyway, it is what it is, and that was that. And I'm not suggesting that that's what happened here, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's just, you know, you, oh, wow, I really like this person. Too bad they're not blank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Other than that, though, no awkward moments or awkward silences or pauses that you can recall that might take you back to a moment where things might have gone off the rails. I mean, like I said, I, not that I can recall okay why don't we do this we'll take a break and when we come back 
We'll call Claire and let's just chat. A second date update continues next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Okay, fun story. Madison met Claire at a party and it was one of those moments where, I don't know if you've ever been to a party and you met someone who you just instantly clicked with. Even if it wasn't necessarily romantic, you were just like... Wow, this is my person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what they did. In fact, they would have hung out the rest of the night, but she had to move on and go to a bachelorette party. Otherwise, she would have spent the whole night with her if she could. That said, they did make a subsequent date to go to a smash room and release <laughs> some of their inner rage, get out some of those aggressions, and drinks followed after that, and then uh, went back to Madison's place and spent the night. Next morning comes around. She's like, I'll call you. Claire says, great. Madison calls her. No response. And Madison, you haven't thought of anything since we took the break that we should know before we call Claire? No, I'm really eager to hear what she has to say. So, Cool. All right, let's call Claire. Hello? Claire, it's Jeff along with Jen and Tim from Q102. How are you this morning? Jeff and Jen? Yes, we do the radio show, morning radio show on Q102, and we got you on speakerphone. How you doing? Did she call you for a second date update? (laughs) (laughs) Who's she specifically? Oh, it's obviously Madison. It's obviously Madison. Yeah, she sounds nice enough. Yeah, she's nice, and I think she may have a tough time finding a partner with the big life plan she has made for herself and whoever she ends up with. <laughs> oh, we didn't hear about the life yeah. plan. What, tell us about the life plan. Yeah, you know, it's a real bummer because I was really into her. And over drinks, we were talking about what we both wanted out of life. And, you know, like marriage and kids, career, house, all that stuff. And... We seem pretty aligned with all of that. I don't know, marriage and kids was a definite yes for both of us, and that was super cool. Um, but yeah, we, we ended up back at her place and that after everything, and we were laying there, and she said that she really wants me to meet her friend, Ray, and I said, okay, and she was telling me that Ray is the greatest guy in the world, and they've been friends with their kids, and she wants Ray to father her children. And he's her only choice, <laughs> but there's an issue with that. Like she can't have kids, so whoever she marries will have to carry the child. And she has no interest in any kind of in vitro. Like doesn't like the process and doesn't want to spend that money. So her, her plan is for Ray to hook up with her wife and do it the natural way. And she's just telling me this all so matter of factly, like it's no big deal. And I'd automatically agree to this arrangement that she invented and <laughs> to make it even more interesting ray is very gay and the thought of sleeping with a woman is so repulsive to him but he's totally willing to do this for her now that's a good friend 
I mean, that's a friend who's got your back. And a friend who understands money. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, but she was like, yeah, I was just going to waste it and go for it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I don't know. I, I didn't even know what to say. I mean, it's a lot of info on date one. Yeah. And she's just kind of telling you all of this just like real matter of factly, like this is an everyday conversation. And obviously it would be something that you would be okay with. Yeah, exactly. We're just laying there, like had like a cute first date, went back to her place, like super hot, laying there, chit-chatting. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. You have this all figured out. <laughs> well, you may as well float it out there now. Did she, did she show you a picture of Ray? Do you have any idea what your children are going to look like? That's <laughs> a really good question. No, we did. We didn't get there. Luckily, the phones were not in the bedroom. But. Didn't make it that far. Wow. Well, I got to tell you, I've had this conversation with Chris, uh, and it was mostly joking, you know, and a sort of a Tim sort of maybe I had a couple glasses of wine ranty. And you, you guys have been talking on and off about having kids forever. We have for like 10 years. Uh, I said, hey, why don't we just, you know, we've had all these women in our life offer up their <laughs> services, their eggs, all of these things. Good friends, all women you, you know, would love to have. Yeah, most, some yeah. are no's, uh, but most but are yeses. a couple yeses. of good ones. Yeah. And I was like, come on, Chris, we could just, you know, throw some bourbons back, you know, <laughs> do it old school, save some time, save some money, uh-huh. you know, and just get it done. Yeah. And he's absolutely like, we're no way in hell could we ever do that. Yeah. And, you know, and mo- like I said, most of, most of me is joking, but there's a part of me that would go, well, if we really want to do this. It, then it kind of makes sense. You know? Yeah. We got, we got the work parts. If we got her and we got me or Chris or whoever. Yeah. You know, why do we need to go spend a hundred grand on all of these other things? Yeah. When we got all the parts and we know how it works. Yeah. I try to think it was back when Jeff Lewis, the flipping out guy, was still married to Gage and they hired a surrogate. But when it came to making their contributions, they had no idea who's. Well, that's another thing is Chris is like, people are going to say, whose kid is it? And I'm like, no, they're not. And they shouldn't. That's inappropriate. It is inappropriate. But when the kid comes out and it's got giant jowls, <laughs> it's going to be Tim. That's going to be Tim's the daddy. If it comes out and it's got giant eyes and big smiley teeth uh-huh. <laughs> is going to be a, a you, Chris You think kid. it'll be obvious it's, at no some one's point gonna, the there's, No life. one's going to need to question that. Yeah. But okay. yeah, I, I, get, I, I get what you're saying. It's a lot of information up front and it's not for everybody. I don't think everyone could kind of get behind that. Yeah. But it also kind of yeah, makes sense. assuming that your partner, like, this is some, you know, a plan that she invented but it's just like, it's a lot to put on the other person. Sure. To carry the child to like... You know, to sleep with the guy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Claire, as you know, we have Madison on the other line. And Madison, it really boils down to, like, when is the right time to bring it up? <laughs> Do you want to just save yourself the time and the heart-wrenching commitment only to find out later the person's not on board? Or do you just get it out of the way now? I mean, you guys asked me, like, what I thought happened. And this didn't even cross my mind. Like, it just came up. And... I mean, Ray would be good. Like, he loves sex. So, you know, once he's in the situation, he'd be fine. It's a few minutes. What is the big deal? Like, five minutes out of your day for a lifetime of love and joy. He's a great guy. You just need to meet him. And I feel like when you know someone and you know their mannerisms, their demeanor, Mm -hmm. how they're built, 
you know, in multiple ways, that's kind of important, right? Compared to getting some unknown persons, you know, maybe you know they have a uh, an IQ of this or <laughs> they look like that, but but how do they act when they drink brown liquor? How do they reason logical things? Like uh-huh. all of these things that are bigger than just Right. A face and a resume. True. Do you think it would be weird, though? I, I mean, like, <laughs> if this was the route you took, then after she has the baby, just the relationship with her, I mean, or after, you know, after the banging, don't you, do you think it would be a little bit weird? Or do you think that? I think it would be different. For, no. I think everyone would handle that differently. There are uh-huh. some people that it will be a big deal and uh-huh. weird and they'll keep it weird forever. And there's yeah. people that will not think about it the next day. I- I wouldn't call it banging like this is totally natural and and practical. It's like, why would someone pay tens of thousands of dollars for something you can get for free? I hear you. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I couldn't tell. Was it Madison or Claire? I heard one of you say under your breath, this is an insane conversation. Was Was that you, Claire? Yes. I can't believe we're even talking about this. You can't even fathom the scenario. Yeah, it's just so the the, the predetermined nature of it is just ridiculous to me. Yeah. So, I mean, what would be your plan for having children? You know, I would just figure it out when we get there. Yeah. Like you, you can't you can't project what your partner is going to be like, what your life plan is going to look like, when you're going to want to have them, how much money you're going to be making, yep. how you're going to feel. Like, this is just all so, like, already set in stone. It doesn't seem like... No wiggle would, room. Yeah, because who knows? You could be making a million dollars a year, and in vitro would be no big deal. Totally. And I know people who have done that, and that's great. I just, I don't know. I, I don't want to have... I want kids, but I don't want to have them soon. I, I'm not in a place where I'm ready yet. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't also, know how I want to do it. You may have this big plan of having this family and then two years down the road, 10 years down the road, might realize that it's not in the cards anymore. For yeah, what, watch all for, of your friends be parents. For whatever reason, you know? <laughs> Change your yeah. mind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Just have to be willing to go with the flow. Right. Yeah. So aside from that jarring news flash, would you ever consider going out with Madison again? <laughs> or did that just kill it for you and there's no chance? No, no, it's, no, it's done. I can't. Okay, Okay, so that was back in March. Fast forward to today. Let's check in with Claire. Welcome back to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. How are you? Hi, good. So nice to talk to you again. Good to talk to you. you. We love catching up. We love second date update update week. (laughs) Well, yeah. After the last time we talked, I never would have imagined that I'd be coming back on your show to talk to you about Madison or anything to do with my dating life. I know. That, that was matter. like a really interesting situation, too. It sparked all kinds of off-air yeah. conversation, for sure. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, After yeah. we hung up with you. Because we were all kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, I kind of see why Madison would want to do that because it is very expensive. Right. Mm-hmm. When we're talking, you know, it if you can, very if, if you can go, you know, you give five minutes of your time and it not be a traumatic experience for anybody involved. Some people don't even need that, girl. I know. And I was given the long side of it. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I can see how that would be an appealing option for some people. 
Yeah. And a lot of people heard me on Second Date Update that day. And I was surprised on how split they were about the whole thing. It was a pretty even split between that's crazy and you should just meet Ray just to check him out. Wow, that's interesting. (laughs) 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 Who knows? It could be a really fun five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Or five minutes to forget, but just, you know, it's five minutes. Yeah. Like, do you know anybody that has done that before? Yeah, I even had a lesbian couple that I'm really good friends with who have been doing IVF say that if they had a guy that was willing, they would absolutely do it. Wow. Yeah, I've known people, too, that just want to be a parent so bad. It's usually women that just want to be a mom so badly that they're like, I don't even care. I just I just want to have a baby. Wow. Haven't you had some women offer up their uteruses to you, Tim? Eggs and uteruses, or both. <laughs> or both, wow. Some say take the egg, but it's not it's not cooking here. Yeah. Cook somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> and vice versa. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's nice, yeah. though. What a sweet gesture. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even after talking to all my friends about it, I, I still wasn't on board with doing it, with yeah. having a kid the natural way. So. Yeah. Did your judgment around it, you think, soften at all after talking to to your friends? It definitely did. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. you learn a lot about other people in your life when something like that comes up and they share their experience. Mm -hmm. But still, I stopped talking to medicine and I was dating other people, but really no one, I I just wasn't that interested in any of the people I was dating. I was still, I don't know, just kind of stuck on, on medicine. And then one day... When I was at a Reds game with a big group of people, I started talking to this guy, super funny and charming. And if I wasn't gay, he would totally be my type. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. But Instant friends, instant chemistry. Instant friend, instant yeah. friend. I mean, you, we've all had that experience where it's just like, wow, why is this so easy? Mm-hmm. And I mentioned that I was gay and he was like, oh, my best friend is a lesbian. And I was like, oh, cool. I wonder if I know her. And he was like, her name is Madison. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, small world. <laughs> yeah. I know. So, yeah, I met Ray. It wasn't Ray. What? Oh, it was Ray? It was Ray. <laughs> yeah. It didn't take that long to put it all together. Oh, that's funny. So, yeah. That is funny. Needless to say, I really liked him. <laughs> now you're totally open to the yeah. idea. <laughs> no, but you said if I wasn't, I might, right? Right. And, yeah, I don't know. I think we were both just kind of stunned and we laughed. And So then you told him you, who you were. I told him that I was Madison's second date update, and he lost it. He <laughs> completely lost it, and we were just, yeah. We were laughing, and then we started talking about me and how I wasn't seeing anyone else. And he said Madison also wasn't seeing anyone. And we just decided to FaceTime Madison at that moment. And the look on her face when she saw us together. That's awesome. No way. (laughs) So now you guys are in a throuple and you're pregnant. Or what's happening? All of it. All of it. No. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Okay. (laughs) Just kidding. I mean, this isn't days of our lives. We can relax. So what played <laughs> the greater role in your coming around? Was it your friends softening you on the position or was it ultimately your meeting with Ray where you were like, ah, okay, I could probably if I had to. Or are you there? Are you at the point where you're like, you, uh, you think you might? Yeah. Are you dating Madison now? What happened when you FaceTimed her? Well, she was completely shocked. And then we were like, let's hang out. <laughs> All right. Cute. 
Yeah. So you guys still in touch? You hanging out? We are. Yeah. Are you hanging out or are you dating? We're dating. Okay. Okay. And how serious is it? Well, it hasn't been that long, but I could see it getting more serious for sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. And to answer your question, I think it was a combination of the two, like my friends softening me on it and then actually like meeting this person, not, you know, meeting a stranger basically, because that first night that we talked about it, she was a stranger and he was a stranger. I'm like, how can you just assume all of this for, for me and my life? Yeah. And then after having a lot of time to really think about it and think about the connection that I had with Madison and then actually meet this person on my own, like no one introduced me to Ray. I just met him independently of everyone. And I decided before I knew who he was that I really liked him. And like I had a personal connection with him. Yeah, that That's makes great. all the difference it, in the world. I think, And who knows, it might have been the same with Madison's introduction and influence. But the fact that it wasn't, that, that it was independent of that just makes it so much you better. You would have probably been walking in with some yeah. preconceived notions. Totally. And, you know, your mindset yeah. would have been looking for flaws or looking for things that exactly. would keep you from. I would have had some walls up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Huh. That's great. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. think that maybe someday you might say, "Hey, you know, maybe, <laughs> hey, <That's> Ray." So <laughs> I mean, how would how would you see that night playing out? Oh God, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, would you try to would you try to wine. romance it? Would you try to yes. you know light some candles? Would you? I almost of- think you can't force it. Like it just you just would have to be open to it happening spontaneously on a night you guys are hanging out. Yes. <laughs> would Madison be there too, or would it just be you and Ray? I think Madison would have to be there too. I mean, not in the same room. <laughs> would it be set up similar to what's the uh, what's the show on Hulu? Wives made maids. Oh, handmaid tale. Do you do it where like you oh, set no. up on the bed God, where you no. can like it's this, but it's that, but uh-uh. they're sitting this way, no. so you see her, but you are. Oh. It's it's no. his thing. Very and... complicated. That's no. very complicated. No. Okay, yeah, I'm vetoing that. No way. <laughs> oh God. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, okay. I can see it in my head right now, okay. and that's why I'm having the reaction. I mean, how do you think, Tim? <laughs> these women that have offered themselves up to you and Christopher, how do you think? <laughs> These women would, if they've thought about it and are willing. For the record, Chris wants nothing to do with any of this. None of it. I'm open-minded to it because I'm just cheap and I think it'd just be way easier than involving a healthcare system. What do you think about um, three shots of Casablanca and you're ready to go? Kind of. Lights <laughs> off. Lights off. Uh, some Mexican food. A couple shots. No food. You can't be heavy. Uh, you gotta be ready she to would go. imagine no. it or she wouldn't care. I don't know. Depending on who it was, she might be, be up for a little. Uh, who knows? Cleaning out the cobwebs. It might be a while. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 you just bought him out. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, we just uh, ruined any chance yes, of Claire doing this now. I regret it. I'm sorry, Claire. I hope that didn't kill it for you. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. I'm prepared. There's a lot to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is becoming wow. more and more like mainstream, though. Honestly, it's insane. I can get it. and yeah, I, and yeah. totally. You know, I just feel like. The evolution of sex is just, I mean, with Tinder and oh, with yeah. just how people are more willing to do it whenever, wherever, after only knowing someone for a day. A short, I mean, yeah. 15 I mean, minutes online. Yeah. We both swipe. So let's go. Well, and OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. It's just different. 
you know? Yeah. So I can see yeah. where people would make that leap. Mm-hmm. But wow, I mean, you're going to have to keep us posted on this, obviously. Update, update, update <laughs> well, week. I know, right? <laughs> wow. Hey, I'll let you know. Yeah. For sure. And right. best of luck. Yeah, yeah, good talking to you, Claire. Give our best to Madison. Thank you. I will. And Ray. And Ray. Maybe we'll talk to him next time. <laughs> oh, you should. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear his perspective. Yeah. All right, Claire. Best of luck to you. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for coming Thanks. on Second Aid Update Update Week. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. And if you missed any part of that, we're actually going to replay that for our incoming 8 o'clock listeners. That's uh, sort of how we roll Second Aid Update Update Week. We yeah. want to make sure everybody has an opportunity to hear it. Because <laughs> you wouldn't want to miss that one. Mm-mm. I sure hope they keep us posted. Yeah. Same. What's going on there? So in the meantime, if you need a little help with a second date update, just send us an email, Jeff and Jenna at WKRQ.com. Coming up, we're celebrating Father's Day with the Kroger Wheel of Meat. Wheel. <laughs> I like how you've started to say that. Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> wheel. It's the wheel. Of meat. Yeah. We'll do it straight ahead next. We'll honor a local tri-state dad. But first, we check the roads. Here's Denise Johnson with your latest traffic. <laughs> How exciting is this for Father's Day? (laughs) Meat, meat, meat. Yeah. (laughs) Meat. Yeah. Manly meat. (laughs) Yeah, every day this week, we've been calling dads to spin the Kroger wheel of meat to win a $100 Kroger gift card. Uh, And, you know, Father's Day is this Sunday, so we thought it'd be a great way to show dad some love and uh boy we've had a lot of great entries too from kids wives nephews nieces mm-hmm. all looking to honor the dad in their life deontay hey guys this is deontay happy father's day man thank you much appreciated so you got some kids yeah how many i've got three i got four kids but i've had a lifetime of uh raising children i Took on uh, my nieces and nephews when they were very young, and it's just been a lifetime of trying to help, trying to help out any way I can. Okay. So we got a note from Montasia. The question was, tell us a little bit about your dad and why he should spin the wheel of meat. And here's what she wrote. This person isn't necessarily my dad, but he is my uncle, the most resilient person ever and the greatest role model. He's stepped up as a father figure to eight of his nieces and nephews when it mattered most. He's currently a father to three young ones and is doing his very best to ensure our family keeps close. My uncle loves to barbecue. (laughs) I am 100% sure some ribs and Queen City Mets are his go-tos. He always starts early out of eagerness to cook for the family. I know we are his favorites, but if he had to pick one person... I know he loves cooking for my grandmother the most. She will brag on him from sunrise to sunset. Thank you all for the opportunity. How about that? That's that's fantastic. How old is she? She's 20, uh, 22 now. 22. So we'll be 22 in July, yes. Wow. That says, I that mean, is that amazing. that is a huge role to step into and to do so with enthusiasm and joy and wanting to do it, not just feeling like you should or you have to. Yeah. That is... Um, yeah, hats off to you, my it's friend. It's incredible, and I love that you have taken on the responsibility of keeping the family close. Like, that's a big job, and yeah. I think it's pretty great that you're doing that. Yeah, that means the most to me right there, just making sure that 
all the brothers and sisters stay together, especially in these times, making sure the brothers and sisters stay in contact and constantly asking them, did you talk to your brother? It doesn't matter if you guys had a little small fallout. You should yeah. call them and just say hi. Yeah. You don't even have to start with the problem. Just start with the hi yeah. and start a hello. The hi. That's yeah. the truth. I love that. All right, well, we're going to spin the wheel of meat because dads love meat and you love to barbecue, and we got all kinds of meat on this wheel. Picture this. We got this big standing wheel here in the studio with these big hunks of different meats attached. We got <laughs> pork loin. We got ribeye. We, we got, got Queen City Mets on there, Queen City Sausage. We're going to hook you up. Stuff. I feel it. You betcha. So let's see what comes up. You can hear the different cuts of meat slapping. <laughs> oh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, oh, there it is. You just got Queen City sausage. There you go. Your go-to, buddy. <laughs> Perfect. That's fantastic. That's so, fantastic. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to give you a $100 gift card to Kroger, and you can spend it on that or whatever your heart desires, whatever the needs are for that particular barbecue. And we just appreciate you taking a couple of minutes and spending some time with us and inspiring us this morning. Yes, thank you. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. You made my day. Happy Father's appreciate Day. That. Happy Father's Day. Mm-hmm. 740. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Have you had enough of vague posting? <laughs> and do peppers have genders? It's Friday, the 16th of June, 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah. All right. Okay, before we get to those stories, uh, we always like to talk about, you know, older folks who don't get younger folks and younger folks who don't get older folks. And some older folks say that they don't get why the younger generations would want to be, for example, social media influencers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which is true, though. You know, when you go to schools now and you say, what do you want to be when you grow up? YouTube star. A lot of them say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But not all seniors feel that way. Some of them actually want a piece of that action. Because according to this new poll, 63% of senior citizens use social media daily. And 25% of them think they could go viral by sharing their own life advice. Man, there are just some really funny old people out there. I mean, I, I have had several in my life that if I'd have been rolling tape... Would have been, would have gone viral. Oh, yeah. For sure. My yeah. mom's Aunt Jean, so she's like my great aunt. Uh-huh. She's passed, but for sure. Oh, my Aunt Jenny. My great she aunt Jenny. She was kind of like a little oh, loosey goosey back in the day. Forget about it. And she had a lot of fun advice for everybody. Oh, yeah. Now, it is unclear how this life advice would be presented. Maybe as hacks they've learned through the decades. Car rants about how we all need a haircut. Or if they just be, you know, regaling the, inter- regaling the internet with back-in-my-day stories, hard to say. But 41% of seniors would skip social media altogether and just have their insights put into a book. Really? I feel like older people are some of my, are the people that enjoy it the most, though. Older folks are like, who enjoy what the most? Like the social media, like looking at all the pictures, looking at all of the stuff, sharing their stuff. 
Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, like I said, 25% of the senior citizens who use social media daily would be willing, you know, think they could go viral, whereas the other 41% would just have their advice, their insights, instead of going on social media, put into a book, because maybe that's just what they're used to. It's more traditional. Yeah. And everything's right there. And who doesn't love the feel of a book in your hand? Uh, It's one of my favorite things on the planet. Uh, 86% of old folks say they would go back in time if they could. They miss the old days. Oh, for sure. 57% of them say they'd go back in time mainly to make better decisions. (laughs) Well, the decisions that they made at the time made sense at the time or they wouldn't have made those decisions. Right. That's what I tell myself every time I like, why did I do that? Because it made sense at the time, in the moment. It made sense at the it time. It felt like the right thing to do. Right. Meanwhile, speaking of social media, there's another list going around of things that people secretly judge others for doing. And vague posting on social media. Oh, this drives me crazy. I, yeah. When somebody just writes, um, prayers, please. And I'm like, for for what? Yeah, for like, what? What I, is going on? I want to pray for you, but for? is this like, are we trying to get a new job? Do you have a medical condition? Like, what what's going on? What's going on? on? Yeah, uh, you brought a medical condition. I thought of one where you post something like a hospital wristband, but don't explain it. Yeah. Oh, and just say something like, well, that was crazy. <laughs> or if they check in at like Cincinnati Children's with their kid. And you don't know what's going on? Like, did you break your wrist or did you have a seizure? Like, what's happening? Yeah, what is going on? Well, and people are like, we know what you're trying to do. You want everyone to comment asking what happened. You're curious to see who cares enough to inquire. Right. Yeah, you're fishing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's another one. Giving a sentimental gift to someone and then recording their emotional response. (laughs) <laughs> like Fritz if, just did that with guilty. Penelope and the puppy. I know, but I didn't share yeah, it. That was to different, everybody. though. She that's owns true. her. Oh, that's yeah. true. <laughs> exactly. I, just, I, I own my kids, so all the right. stuff I do with my kids, fair game. Yeah, but I also feel like in life, she might want that down the road. Oh, you know yeah. What I mean, I would love right. to have the because I got my first puppy when I was five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clover. Little. I I remember the day very clearly. A little beagle hound, and we went. And picked her out. We went and saw the whole litter of puppies on this farm in Lewiston. And, uh, yeah, I picked out Clover and brought her home. I remember riding home in the backseat of the car, sitting on the floor with her. I would love to have video of that. Well, I guess when it's done, like, the, the way it's received by some people, even if you have permission to post it, it makes it feel less genuine and more... Of a show. Uh, exploitive. Yeah. yeah. Exploitative. 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 That's how it's spelled. How do you say exploitative? I said exploitative, but then when I look closer at the word, it's spelled exploitative. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exploitative. Exploited. Less exploited. (laughs) Exploit. You say that a bunch of times and the oit part starts to get really weird. Exploit, 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 exploit. Exploitative. Exploitative. It doesn't even sound like a it's word. Very, exploitative. It's very exploitative. Exploit, exploit, exploit. Moist. Oh, wait, what? Oh, thank you. Anytime you can bring me into the conversation, I'm down. Uh, another one, not washing your hands in a public restroom, especially at work. That's another thing that people silently judge others for. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, it's been discussed in the studio many times. I was in the bathroom, and you're not going to believe who came right out. And didn't wash their hands. Yeah. Wash. 
people who cry in front of the camera and post it on social media. <laughs> people who cut in line and not cleaning up after your dog. So there you go. Yeah. Yep. So what is it about TikTok that makes everyone want to believe everything they see, despite all those hacks that don't actually work? There is a clip that has gone viral on TikTok claiming that male and female peppers are meant to be eaten differently. The video claims, have you seen this? I have not. This is new. But I can't wait to hear it. The video claims three bumps on the bottom of a bell pepper means it is male and better for cooking. And then four bumps. Four bumps means it's female and it should be eaten raw because it's sweeter. Wow. Is this not true? No, stop with that. (laughs) It's false. Somebody made it up? I was ready. I was so ready. Oh, she was in. And I have two. Oh, she just can't go. I have two orange peppers at home right now that I normally cut up for veggies. Like we make like veggies and dip and eat it all the time. And I just finished yesterday. I have two at home. I was going to be like, man, I'm checking out those guys. I even prefaced it by saying that it was a myth. I listened to that part. I know. <laughs> I, know. I just heard. I wanted to be excited that it tasted sweeter. Oh, peppers are fruits. And, yes, because they have seeds. And don't have different Genitalia. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> One doesn't have boobs. <laughs> now, see, I would be more likely to believe that the red was masculine and the yellow was feminine and the green was masculine. What about the orange? And the orange is feminine. No, see, the I red would totally is slutty. The red is the slut. The, the green letter. is pure. Is pure. Or okay. good. All right. Green, right. Why and, do- <laughs> and the orange is just what I relate to is, you know, good but flawed. Why do you not huh. like orange? Oh, okay. I'm joking. Yeah. But, uh, Isn't it weird, though, that the green one does taste so different from the other three? That's what makes them great. <laughs> now, to clarify, <laughs> pepper plants have both the male and female parts within the same flower. Uh, but the, nu- the the different number of bumps don't have any significance. <laughs> they just signal a different variety of seed or different growing conditions. And the bumps also do not matter for the taste. Although, to your point, Fritch, the color does. Green bell peppers are just harvested before they ripen. So yellow, orange, and red ones will be sweeter oh, yeah. since they okay. are Longer. ripened. Yeah. So okay. it's all the peppers are green when they start. And then they go into the other colors. Is that what you're saying here, Jeff? Is that what you're claiming? Green bell peppers are harvested before they ripen, so yellow, orange, and red ones will be sweeter since they're ripened. And are there levels of sweetness? I mean, obviously, the, the, do, what what comes next? Like, which of those three is the sweetest? Well, I would imagine the, the red yellow? would be the sweeter. No? <laughs> I would say, don't you think you'd go from green to red to orange to yellow, and the yellow would be the sweetest because well, it's the lightest? It's very possible. However, the way this was written was green, yellow, orange, red. <laughs> I, There's I a lot know. to learn about peppers. I just know I like the other three, and the green is my least favorite. I'm with you on that. Yeah, What's I funny is half the those. commenters seem to believe the video, but there are some funny comments like, well, the male peppers also tell you exactly what they want instead of just expecting you to know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. That's funny. Yeah. All right. Oh
It is 7.50. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, we're about to kick off second date update update in case you missed it <clears throat> earlier in the 7 o'clock hour uh, for our incoming 8 o'clock listeners. Uh, yeah, it is the story of Madison. Yes, and the proposition on the first date. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.